Welcome to the Kame House Party. I'm Vince. And I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we try to watch every iteration of Dragon Ball, and then we just talk about it. Man, we're just gabbing about it. Just two gals gabbing about Dragon Ball. We're just sipping tea, eating little baby sandwiches, Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck a watercrest is. And some lemon squares. Some almond bars. Oh, man. You know, maybe some sangria later. Oh, you're bad. (laughs) Uh, Yep, we're just two middle-aged housewives who love Dragon Ball and want to talk about it. And we just want to talk about it with you, the audience. A few things before we talk about it. Yes, yes. Uh, One, you might have noticed the music has changed. (gasps) Sorry, I guess. Wait. As an audience member. (laughs) Who just realized that Thank it was you. different music. <laughs> you didn't realize. The the audience member did not know. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I had something. Shit, it's gone, fuck it. All right, well, a joke lost to the ages. But yeah, there's new music. Yay! Uh, thanks to uh, 8-Bit Suicide. Uh, that's a stage name. 8-Bit uh, Suicide. A uh, buddy of mine, uh, he was kind enough to provide us with some... With our opening music, uh, I like it a lot. Uh, you can see all this stuff at 8bitsuicide.com. Mm-hmm. That is the number eight, B-I-T-S-U-I-C-I-D-E.com. And that link's going to be in the show notes uh, from now until forever. Yeah, because that song is great, and we're going to use it until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, it's ours, sucker. We own it! <laughs> but uh, thank you very much, sir. I but yeah, thank it, you. I mean... it. It fits more with the show. Yeah. It fits it the tone. Made. Hey, gosh, I love... I, I do like the the opening. He's like, Come here, come here, you fartles. So, Those weren't our voices. No, they as, weren't our As voices. Vince demonstrated, there's a reason we sourced this theme song out. <laughs> we can do a lot of things, Aaron and I, but <laughs> songs... Not one of them, unfortunately. We're not, we're not rap masters. No, not rap master generals. Like eight bit suicide. We're not melody men. <laughs> yep. Melody men. Is that is that the title of your new <laughs> That's my new uh, comic book, The Melody Men. New comic book. It's about a musical troupe that tours the country saving the day. Actually that's not bad. That's always yeah. fun. That's that classic Hanna Barbera setup. Yeah, you know. Like Josie and the Pussycats, <laughs> Jabberjaw. One, one of them's a talking Shenlong. Oh god, I'm in. Who's wise cracking and plays the drums? Yes. Oh, he's so good at the drums. Oh man, he's the if core of the band. Wish. He's the heart, the soul, the inspiration. <laughs> one more bit of a Kame house cleaning, as mm-hmm. it were, though. Yes, the Kame uh, house cleaning segment. We uh, we announced this on our, our social meds. Uh, I think like two weeks from when this came out. Yeah. Uh, but we have a winner for our twenty fifth anniversary contest, and the winner. Of the Funko Pop, Goku and Nimbus figure is Kane St. Dennis. Woo! Or Kane? K-A-N-E. Kane. And that address is... 111-222 Boogie Woogie Avenue. <laughs> he, his address is right behind you. <gasps> but y'all <laughs> fucked up. Y'all should have entered. That's all I'm saying. But uh, thanks to everyone who entered. Yeah, uh, thanks We appreciate the kind reviews. Mm-hmm. And even the not so kind reviews. Actually, they're they're all nice. Yes, 
Surprisingly, everyone we've encountered online has been nice, somehow. And just by saying that, here come the trolls. Good. Bring it. Bring it, trolls. That is not a challenge. <laughs> Please don't. We can't. We can't handle it. <laughs> Our egos are very sensitive. <laughs> We're like little babies. Little internet babies. I cry quite a bit when I get bullied on the internet. Aw, oh, only three likes? Uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Time to eat a tub of haagen Oh, man. That's why my Instagram feed is so piss poor. Um, <laughs> Can't handle it. Now that we got that common House cleaning segment done, we yep. can get down to the party and how we start every Kame House party, which Aaron knows Aww. is with a little segment we like to call the One Minute Roundup. A little pain for your pleasure. Ooh. Because... Fifty uh, Shades round- Darker. <laughs> the ra- <laughs> Fifty Shades of Roshi. Oh. Just lots of red from his nosebleeds. <laughs> just let's hold hands. That's the first shade. <laughs> How about a nice meal? That's like two or three shades right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is easy. <laughs> Writing a book is easy, apparently. <laughs> I'd read a um, book Roshi wrote. What if it was just Jeet Kune Do, like the Bruce Lee manual? And it yes. was one page. Do chores. Wear a turtle shell. The end. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't end. stop. That's it. Guys, a roundup is when I have to, one of us has to, summarize everything that has gone on in the world Z Dragon Ball so far mm-hmm. in less than a minute. We're two sagas down. We're the, I gotta sum up twenty nine episodes in a minute, and I'm yes. gonna do that right now, as is a customary on the remote recordings. I must record myself, so right? and also time myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do the. Uh, are you ready to listen to my roundup? I am so ready to watch you squirm. In three, two, wait. <laughs> I wish they would do that at racetracks. Okay. <laughs> three, two, wait. Up, oh, nope, you win it. Go back. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I thought so I many horses it. died at the <laughs> I Kentucky I heard Derby. One of the PA producers coming down, but Uh-oh. false flag. All right, in three, two, one. Boop. Uh, Dragon Ball is a story of Goku, a little boy with a tail who lives out in the woods until Bulma found him, who's a teenager with a machine gun. They go on a quest to find seven magic Dragon Balls, which grant you any wish if you collect them. They meet a desert bender Yam Jamcha. They meet Puar, Oolong. These are shape-shifting animals. They beat up a little gremlin named Pilaf, because he wants those balls to rule the world, but they stop him, because Goku turns into a giant-ass ape. Then Goku's like, hey man, I want to get super strong, so he goes and trains with Roshi, who is a hermit and a pervert. He has a buddy named Krillin. They're kung fu buddies and they train. They train so hard for eight months that they're like, okay, we're going to go in this martial arts tournament. They go in this martial arts tournament and they kick fucking everyone's ass. Uh, Yamcha gets his ass kicked by Roshi because he's Yamcha. Uh, Krillin gets beat up by Roshi, who secretly entered the tournament. At the very end, it's Goku and Roshi fighting head-to-head. They fight for hours, but Roshi is ultimately victorious. But Goku's like, I'm going to keep training, and he does, and that's the end. Yay! Woo! Uh, can I pick out a favorite part of that? Sure. Give me, give me the ESPN highlight reel of that. Basically, if I did the top ten, the number one pull from that would be, he's a hermit and a pervert. And a pervert. <laughs> it almost rhymed. It was a yeah. scoop rhyme. Hermit pervert. Hermit pervert. 
Hermit pervert. And then Kermit shows herm up. Per- that herm perv, baby. Yo, that's that her perv. I'm a her perv. <laughs> Ain't you heard? Ooh. Ooh. Easy. Easy. <laughs> All right. I'll calm down. After you do the roundup, there's a, there's a sense of there there's some energy left in you. Oh yeah, so you, you get a little there's a little rush. Yeah, you get that adrenaline, that kind of adrenaline that like if you got like knocked down on the subway real hard, you get back up. You're like, oh, I'm okay. You walk yeah. fine for like ten steps, and then it all comes back, and you feel the pain. <laughs> the this weight of the world chum- comes back under your shoulders, and you slip back into your routine of just existing i'm sorry <laughs> this is why chumbawamba kept wanting you to knock them down <laughs> so they could fucking feel alive for once oh man in their 30-year career <laughs> hey apparently supposedly i learned that chumbawamba didn't just have that one song they didn't uh they talked about this on my brother and my brother and me so we're not going to get into it okay and i don't want to hear <laughs> any no other music. song that chumbawamba has to offer because that's fair in my mind they only have that song why mess uh, with perfection that's what i'm saying and that's why we're gonna not mess with this episode episode 30 of dragon ball we're just gonna talk about it Ooh, um what's it I'm- called what do, what do English people call this episode? Well, the us English-speaking ang- audience out there. Us Anglos <laughs> call it Pilaf. Yes, you Anglos, Vince. <laughs> well, actually, I'm a Saxon myself. Um, that's not true at all. We all know that. Um, but the name of this episode in the English version is Pilaf and the Mystery Force. <laughs> It's his Sentai show, <laughs> where he has five robots that him and other in the Mystery Force get into. Yeah, man, that's that's very close. Or what we have on the other side, uh, across the several ponds, uh, we have Pilaf and the mysterious army. Yeah, I think they were on the same page there. They're like, there's not many ways we can take this that would differentiate it too much, so let's just keep it on the level. But so, that being said, there are a lot of points in this episode that I want to know, like, what was said in the Japanese version, because the dubs just don't add up in certain ways that are confusing to me. And we'll get into okay. that. Does the episode start with, like, a man chomping on a stogie? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. We need I've... to talk about this man. All right. So before the credits, it's like this cold open, and yes. you're in a Godfather-esque scene. Oh. Just some dude chopping on a cigarette. He's got a weird purple cat thing. Yeah. Like habit. What is uh, that? For those Tenchi Moyo fans out there. Ooh. Yay, Rio Oki. <laughs> but that was not also Ryo-Oki. a little girl for some reason. Hey, we don't need to get into what Rio <laughs> is or is not. Oh, boy. <laughs> not. Rio Oki is a cabot. It looks like a cabot. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he took he puts out his cigar in a Marilyn Monroe ashtray. What? So I automatically look like this guy. Right? How could this, this guy is someone, be a bad this guy's guy? someone's uncle? Yeah, who he is? He's somebody's uncle who found this animal that nobody's ever seen before. I, I wrote down in my notes. I said, "This is the most interesting man in the world." <laughs> <laughs> like I could just hear the voiceover. It's like. He has an animal that nobody's ever seen before. 
he puts out his cigars on Marilyn Monroe's face. He is the most interesting man in the world. I feel like he's the most interesting guy like who's been crashing on your couch for a couple months. I don't know about in the world. He, Did you he see the ring? Recognize the ring that he has on his finger. I don't recognize any rings. Recognize that diamond player. I don't trust you, man wearing a ring. But <laughs> but he said he says one word uh, at the at the end, right before we cut to the opening title. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that word is? Does he say anything in uh, your version? He says something along the lines of uh, "kill him." Man, I thought there were going to be some big disparities. Uh, discrepancies here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in mine, he just says kill. Kill. That's it? Just That's it. kill? Well, that makes that makes a little bit more sense in terms of like, in the opening, it's like kill him, but there is no him to kill as of yet that we know of. Who are you talking about, boss? <laughs> yeah. Kill who? <laughs> I've, like, you made me stand here for ten minutes. Until you finish your cigar. Roger, don't. Don't do this, Roger. No, I'm tired. He just keeps saying kill or kill him. And then we kill a guy. Roger. Jesus Christ, man. Have you ever seen an animal like that before? This dude is not one to be trampled with. I know he said kill him. And so we just go out and kill people until we get the right guy. (laughs) Don't question his leadership, man. I just feel it's a very inefficient method. That's he just not... says kill, we kill someone, and then hope for the best? Yeah. That's what we get That's... paid to do. We're henchmen. Look, I understand my role in the universe. I'm very comfortable with my station in life. But I'm not above making suggestions where I feel like they're needed. And that's fine. That's why we have a suggestion box right outside of his office. He ne- I never seen him check it. All right. Look, you're making a lot of valid points here, but the it's still... Don't stir dissension among the boys. Wait, why is you the boss pointing at me kill. now? Uh, all right, boss, kill. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, no. Wait, I, I'm not correlating. I'm sorry, Roger, but I have to do this. I mean, you don't have to. I do. I do. He puts out cigars on Marilyn Monroe's face. <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. Goodbye, world. And scene. And scene. Man. Henchmen should not speak up against anyone. If you're a hench person, whether man or woman, please don't speak up. Shut your hole. Get mm-hmm, shot at. Mm-hmm. Be t- be terrible at aiming, and you yep. know, get that get that check. Get that check and get out, man. You're a mercenary. <laughs> you're freelance. Best thing for a kid your age. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be stuck here in this hench office. The now go give life- me pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> After we see the title, it's just Goku traveling more. Yeah, um, but it's like really sweet and endearing. And I wanted to play for you the uh, narrator's narration over this travel sequence because it just uh, perfectly matches and explains Goku in like a really cute, fun way. And I love these scenes where we just see Goku being Goku, Goku being happy. So just give me a minute. I have it all queued up. I'm just going to play it for you, okay? Though Goku's quest to find his grandfather's four-star Dragon Ball is sure to be fraught with peril, he never forgets to enjoy the moment and absorb the wonders he sees before him. 
Whether it's chasing a herd of wild buffalo across the open plains or diving into a soft nest of fruit trees for an afternoon snack, Goku savors each experience and takes nothing for granted. Growing up in a mountain forest with only his grandfather to keep him company, Goku was isolated from the outside world and all it has to offer, both good and evil. To him, a breadbasket is as marvelous as the stars in the sky. But he has yet to realize that it is he who is truly extraordinary. Yum! Yeah! Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, why'd you end it there? Oh, end On a gross there? note. That's where it ends. That's where it ends. <laughs> All right. So here's what that sounded like to me. And the audience is, you know, you guys can make, you guys and gals can make up your own mind. So back in the day at like beauty competitions, like they would cut to like these weird interstitials that introduced the contestants, Mm -hmm. like say for a Miss Universe or a Miss America. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) <laughs> Goku enjoys skimming across the ocean in a flying cloud, doing karate, and having a good meal. He's also looking for love. <laughs> Goku still hasn't found that right person, but he knows that that right person just might be under his nose, living with an ox king. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We already like the guy. You don't have to push it so hard, announcer. I, I, yeah, I feel like they had to like redeem him for some reason at this point. In this episode 30 of this show, like, I don't know. Maybe they forgot who he is. I think the announcer <laughs> went rogue <laughs> in the, in the booth. Golly, golly, that Goku swell. How do I let him know I'm thinking about him? That's it. I'll give him a sweet introduction on episode 30. Right. Um, and I was just like, that's great. It's so weird that we get that 30 episodes in. Um, so I think part of that is there was, there was another song. The only lyric that I wrote down, they say Dragon Ball three times, followed by, I'll get it. How come you get all the songs? I don't know why you don't get songs. Why didn't they keep in the songs? Just let it play. Bro, Trust the audience. Let the DJ spin, man. <laughs> hey, Funimation, yeah, just let the... We want this. We do. Oh, God, that's so frustrating. You get all the songs, I get weird narration. <laughs> <laughs> but you also get, like, it is fun. Yeah, it's two very things, fun. Two things to point out. He hits a rock. Yes. But Kinto Un is self-aware somehow. Oh, uh, yeah. Nimbus... Nimbus has his own sentience, more or less. Because he, he, he gets hit by a rock, but like Nimbus comes in and saves the day. We never talk about Nimbus and his needs or his wants. No, we don't. And that's probably our fault. And we don't talk about his slavery. <laughs> he is, he's worse than a... Like, you think a doctor's on call all the time? All the time? Who boy? Nope. If no Nimbus matter. doesn't react in time, a little space boy dies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe we have. I, I now I feel bad that we haven't talked about Nimbus nearly enough. Sorry, I mean we're gonna have to have like a Nimbus segment at some point. He's he's a vital character. He is. He really he's is. Just, he's just in his cloud house trying to watch the game. Yep. He hears that faint. Kento, it's like shit. <laughs> All right, I'm honey, I'll like, be back. Fuck, I just smoked. <laughs> I'm so high right now. I can't do this. Why did he call? I knew it. 
Every time I smoke, <laughs> fucking cause. Oh, okay, be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> now he's just like, fuck, when is this guy going to find these goddamn Dragon Balls? Yep, yep. <laughs> I left the oven on. <laughs> Nimbus loves Look. Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Look, I don't know if Nimbus smokes that ganj, but he definitely vapes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why do you think that boy's so yellow? <laughs> <laughs> he vapes like a son of a gun. Oh, yeah. He's in vape shops all over town. It's his dream. He's he's just saving up. Saving up for his own vape shop. <laughs> for his own vape shop. I just love it so much. Vaping saved my life. <laughs> saved yours. We love our vaping audience. And then um, the name of uh the name of Nimbus's uh vape business, if I if I may. Uh, may. Ripping fatties. <laughs> just ripping fat clouds, that's what it's called. <laughs> ripping fat clouds. R-I-P-P-I-N apostrophe. Yeah. Fat cloud. Fat clouds. Fat clouds. It's just a picture of him. It's a picture of Nimbus. Just leisurely, big ass custom rig. Yeah, yeah. Huge rig. <laughs> and then another him coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it a customer with or is it a per is it a human or a mutant? Um mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. vaping and then he's coming out of it giving a cloud thumbs up. Or or this or <laughs> or it's it's Goku mm-hmm. just vaping a huge rig, blowing out the cloud, which turns into the Nimbus, which ends up underneath him. What? Yup. All right. So we're cloud's so podcasting. fat. <laughs> cloud so fat you could ride on him. Oh, that's brilliant, Vince. Oh my God, <laughs> this needs to be a real vape shop. Yep. Someone, yep. someone, someone, someone give me startup give, capital. Someone who doesn't give a fuck about copyright law. I need that sweet baby Goku reading that sweet Nimbus that he vaped himself. Put me on Shark Tank. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Mr. Wonderful. We know, look, you get 100% of the company. We just want it to exist. <laughs> we know nothing about vaping nor business. Your valuation is at $10, but we're going to give you 100000 and full control of your company. Yeah. Also, can you run? Yeah. Please set it up for us as well. Yeah. We just, this is, this is the only requirement. I would only pitch this to Mark Cuban because you know Mark Cuban loves Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. He's got to. I bet you Mark Cuban has spent his own money doing R&D trying to learn how to do a Kamehameha wave. <laughs> Any dollar. I will bet you that he has done that. Him in, I feel like that's in Elon Musk territory. He's Not like, if I put enough of these batteries around the world, I can finally draw it in. Wait, is Elon Musk trying to make a spirit bomb? Maybe. <laughs> the other thing that was weird during this section, mm-hmm. now that we've got the vaping out of the way, seems less interesting. <laughs> uh, Goku just ate oranges with the rind still on it? Oh, yeah, like two at a animal? time. Oh, uh, just... <laughs> Two fists in those oranges into his gullet. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't even think about it because we know who this guy is, and that's don't how give he that eats guy. Them. Don't he, give that guy a candy bar. No, he won't know what to do with it. <laughs> he will recycle the wrapper in his own special way. Oh man, that's gotta hurt though. Like I'm just thinking the wrapper about the whole, or the rind. The rind. How do you mean hurt? I don't know. Have you ever tried to ingest an orange rind? Nope. Mama ain't raised no fool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I took a dare once. 
and I ate a piece <laughs> of it. That shit is hard to eat. <laughs> you K-Paxed it. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> K-Pax is a movie from 2001 starring Kevin Spacey where uh, in the trailer it's famous that he just eats a banana with the peel still on because oh. he's an alien. And that's how aliens do things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like a real banana that he ate. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, Spacey. He's method as fuck, yeah. Method AF. <laughs> that's also the start of my new acting seminar series, Method AF, where we talk about method <laughs> acting and we fuck. <laughs> you uh, you want to immerse yourself in the role and get a beige? <laughs> Everyone I've taught has won Oscars. Myers Wiener's hot dogs. And or given a handy at the Oscars. <laughs> at the Oscars. So look, all of my everyone I teach is at the Oscars in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a valet driver or a custodial engineer. <laughs> <laughs> microphones. <laughs> people playing the roles of microphones. You don't know those are people. That's how good they are. And then from this scene we get a hard cut to uh <laughs> Pilaf's having a nightmare, a scary, scary nightmare. He's having a bad dream, buddy. Still can't get over when Goku busted up his castle. I mean, this is PTSD. Yes, it's the Hurt Locker. PTSD. Yeah, it's the Hurt Locker with uh, with Pilaf. Hurt Locker with Pilaf. Oh God, it is because he just keeps going back in. Yeah, he's like, this is the only life I know. I can't go back to civilian life. Mm-hmm. Got to keep looking for these Dragon Balls. Ah, oh, jeez, making. Every opportunity to cross paths with Goku, that much more likely. <laughs> uh, Shu comes in, mm-hmm. wakes him up, and Pilaf, he's, he's trying to play it cool. He's like, no, nah, I wasn't having a bad dream. I'm smiling. Okay, keep going. Okay, I'm trying to remember this exchange somewhat accurately. It's been two weeks since I've watched this. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like he's crying? Yep, a little and bit. Then, no, 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 no. Oh, wait. Aaron, fuck this. Okay. Here's what happens. Shu comes in. Mm -hmm. Boss. We know where one of them Dragon Balls is at. Mm -hmm. And Pilaf, he's like cringing. And Shu's like, hey, why are you crying? It's like, no, you fool. This is me smiling. And he has like this weird smile. And then they go into this weird uh, Three Stooges routine. With the slipper? Yeah. There's there's like a Why I Oughta. Uh huh. Yeah. And and some. They do it twice. Slaps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. But also funny because he's a dog person and he's getting hit with a slipper. And it's leaving welts on his head <laughs> because no, it's a slipper. Why are these slippers lead lined? I think that's what pin, that's what was pinning peel off to the ground the whole time. There were some few, a few differences in this scene in the English version. All um, right. Shoot comes in. Peel off makes the excuse like I wasn't. I wasn't having a bad dream. I was, you know, lying on the floor to help my back. And then she was like, are you, si- are you crying, sire? And he's like, I've never cried before ever. <laughs> <laughs> that That's somewhat similar. He did pull yeah. that excuse. But I thought, I thought that conversation was going to be a little different. I really did. In, uh, between the Man, two they're versions. Kind of, they're kind of on, on top of it here. Yeah. Which but is, this is, this is all set up. Oh yeah, we're we're For playing we're playing old, coy. Ooh, we're teasing you, baby, because there's a big old reveal coming up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, peel off. Uh, he opens a window. Right. You know, a normal everyday home activity. Yes. But this ain't no ordinary home. No, no, no. They're in a giant 
flying ship castle. A Sky Fortress. A Dr. Wily-type sky ship. I went Final Fantasy VI, that, the airship in that game. Also, Evangelion. Bang. Man, every... Uh, late 80s, early 90s, every anime is just like, put a fucking Sky Fortress in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let them live in the sky. Yep. Animate that. <laughs> and, They're doing it in Dragon Ball. Put it in this game. Yeah. And then my my question my follow up question to that reveal is how and why why do they need a giant palace in the sky a mobile base sure but okay, that we, so you, it's so uh, all right uh, why their fortress is gone yes. they need a new home base of operations yes two they're trying to make it Goku proof. Monkey can't if it's not on the ground. Monkey can't stop it. Okay, I guess I guess that makes some sense. It does. It really does. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it as like okay, like we're gonna put this up in the air so that a giant monkey can't get to it. And I guess they didn't know that Goku had a Nimbus cloud. You can't escape Goku, bruh. <laughs> you just can't. Go- Goku's the Liam Neeson. <laughs> yes, he will, he will find you, and he will. Destroy all your property. I would like to equate Goku to John Wick, if I may. <laughs> you may. He will... John Wick or John Wick Chapter 2? Let's just say John Wick Chapter 2. Okay. Because, as John Wick has said, and this is not a spoiler for the movie because it's in the trailer, whoever comes, whoever they are, I will kill them. <laughs> And, but Goku's the same way. It's like, whoever has my four-star Dragon Ball, I will destroy your property and turn into I, an ape. I will eat it. I will eat it. <laughs> whatever dish you serve, whatever cold cuts are on display for the party, I will eat it. Yes. Uh, you ate the tray, too. Great. <laughs> I That was a wedding gift from my grandmother, who's no longer with us. Uh, you, you've ruined this party, Goku. No. Well, he's already gone. <laughs> well, he, he's training. So. Great. Honey, why do we invite him? <laughs> oh, well, you know, you, he, he saved us once from, uh, a giant shape-shifting pig and got us our daughters back. Don't you remember? <laughs> God. <laughs> Simpler times. <laughs> back when the show was a bit more grounded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wink. But like, okay, I'm gonna call it. But call it now, lock it in. Uh, that Sky Fortress is going down. Oh, 100 percent. In spectacular fashion. So as we, we see the Sky Fortress, we pan down. Uh, we see we get a little tease. There's a bunch of tanks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a li- with a red bow on it, and it says RR. RR. Going down. They're bombing down the desert. Mm-hmm. The Rest and Relaxation Army. Yes, the R and R arm. We're all about chill things. Chill <laughs> Y'all, this tank shoots cans of beer. Brah. <laughs> Why don't you join the force, brah? There's hammocks <laughs> in the barracks, brah. That was a little chill no, rhyme. No, uh, no paperwork to fill out. Just send us your good vibes and we're good, man. <laughs> there, There is a hefty fee to join. It, <laughs> it is it is donor ba- It is donation-based. It's donation-based. <laughs> Every every member has to pay dues. Mm-hmm. Look, everything else was super chill, but like as far as finances and bookkeeping, ooh boy, do not skimp on those. <laughs> ooh, we don't 
There is neither rest nor relaxation. In our accounting oh, department. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of tanks. They're, they're going down the desert. We don't know what they're there for. We don't know who they are. And we don't find out. We honestly don't find out till not this episode. Not this, yeah. It's later. Mm-hmm. Then we see Goku's really good at finding Oasis. Is Oasis mm-hmm. bodies of water he, in the desert? <laughs> He's yeah. So he so he does what a Goku does: is get naked, swimming in water. Yeah. Uh, he's got his personal effects by the shore. Uh, then they get stolen. Yeah, stolen by what I can only describe as an old school vagabond, a little Oliver Twisty urchin. Yeah. He's Big got a Brooklyn coat. accent, though, in the what? middle of the West. Uh, mine just had a Japanese accent and <laughs> also like, a Japanese All right, voice. time to go to work. <laughs> hey, oh, there's some clothes I could probably fit into. Uh, what's this, a staff of some kind? Oh, this is going to do big at the pawn shop today. Oh, boy. A, a big old dumb electronic clock with no numbers on it. Zenny, 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 baby. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, he steals it. Yeah, it takes Goku's stuff. <laughs> Goku's like, where's my stuff? He hops on Nimbus, goes above the tr- to see who it is, but there's too many trees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, must be so cold. You just got out of water. You're naked. You're on a Nimbus. You're <laughs> flying around in the air. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man. That's how yeah, you get that's... sick. Yeah, buddy. He sneezes also... to indicate that he might get sick. Also, that, that shrinkage. Hey. Ain't no shrinkage on that that little boy peen. <laughs> yeah, you thought you got away from little boy peen for for maybe one episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's always in this. Uh, again, I where I was watching this, a friend of mine came down at that exact moment where Goku was flaunting all he had. Oh yeah, he's so, naked for like a good chunk of the episode. It just draws people in. I think everyone has a sense of like. Goku's dick is out. I should be around for this. <laughs> There's disturbance in the force. We need to make sure Dragon Ball doesn't go anywhere horrible. No. We, we all need to watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure that peen is is appropriate. Yeah, appropriate peen. But as he's flying around, uh, he's like, I don't see him. Oh, I know what I'll do. And he just starts saying, extend more, extend more. Mm-hmm. What's he talking about, Vince? He's talking about that power pole, baby. Yeah. Wait, so does he not say power pole extend in your version? He just says extend? He maybe, but he he just keeps saying extend more, extend more, extend more. Yeah, he's usually he's just saying power pole extend. Yeah, he, power he's pole extend. It on. Come on, power pole. Can you hear me, power pole? Power pole! And so it comes up, comes over the tree coverage. And Goku's able to get everything. Almost. He's missing that crucial dragon radar. The thing that's going to lead him to his grandpa. So we see the rest and relaxation army. Yes. Again, I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are, wink, wink. So I'm going to keep calling them that until I'm proven otherwise. As you should. So they're <laughs> they're real not chill about going into someone's home, having them at gunpoint and saying, asking a bunch of dumb questions. Yep. I don't know what they ask. I know they're dumb. They're, they're along the lines of, um, hey, Where's the Dragon Ball? <laughs> That's pretty much it. There's some pontificating by the the red-haired gentleman that we do not know the identity of. Mm-hmm. But they're scaring women and children and, and acting all tough. They're they're and taking the Batman 
the Christopher Nolan Batman school of of detective work. Yeah, yelling and punching, yelling and then breaking everything. He the the bad guy um, says right before he leaves, he's like, oh, "It's a shame to be raising children in a broken home," and then tells his men to break everything in the home. Man, that's cold AF. Yo, I don't know about these rest and relaxation dudes. I think maybe, maybe they're just trying to get people to live simply by breaking all their things. Like, Shaka bra, you don't need all this stuff. It's, they've read that one book where it's like, if you get rid of your shit, you'll feel better. Oh, the uh, art of tidying up? Yeah. Absolutely. Does this window bring you joy? No? Break does it! it serve, does, it, does it give you joy or does it serve a function? Fuck off. <laughs> exactly. So I think <laughs> the direction that this episode is taking is like, hey, like, peel off. He's not that bad. He's just a bit misguided. These are the real bad guys. Yeah, peel off is a lovable, I don't want to say crook. Yeah, you could say. I mean, I'll definitely, I'll definitely say loser. Loser. He's a lovable loser. He's a lovable loser. Absolutely. But he's not malicious. No. No. He just he wants just, to rule the world. Man, just some things aren't worth it, dude. Uh, I had this later down the line, but like, I'll talk about it now. Pilaf, you're you're apparently rich as shit because you can afford to buy a certain thing mm-hmm. uh, later on in this episode. You have a flying fortress. Like, why do you want to rule the world? And I think we talked about this before, but I'll say it again. Yeah, you've got all the perks, none of the none of the difficulties. Yeah. He's got all the capital of a world leader mm-hmm. with none of the responsibilities of governing. Hench people. Hench robots. Yes. All all the toys. All the money anybody could ask for somehow. So, yeah. So peel off, just like, take a break. You're, you're doing way better than most everyone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, does peel he like off. look out? Does he look out over Nam's village? And, like, like it's night. Nam and his family are just, you know, they're around a fire enjoying each other's company. Can I have some more water, brother? Of course you can. We have plenty. Ha, 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 ha. And they're all <laughs> laughing. And Pilos just like, that's all I want. <laughs> he re- the the he simple touches, life. He touches the window. It opens yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> just, I don't know, Pilaf, go, you know, do some introspection. Maybe yeah. your goal, you know, the goals that you had when you were younger, they can change. It doesn't make you a failure. It's just your priority changes. Mm-hmm. It's called maturing, Pilaf. Yeah. So what do we all do as we age? He heard that one Tears for Fear song. He's like, yeah, I do want to rule the world. <laughs> and there's, has there's never an looked joke. back. Never looked back. <laughs> never looked at the rest of their discography. Just, <laughs> uh, that's an old reference for you old folks out there. And uh, for you we, young folks. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> get old or get out. Uh, we, we come back to that urchin. He he goes to this pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Pawn shop owner specifically says, stay away. You smell bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I already don't like this guy. But he shows him the dragon radar. The guy's like, mm, I'll give you 200 zenny for it. Fuck off. Hold on. At that price. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. 200 zenny in that version? That, that, yeah, that is not a lot well, at all. Well, in the English version, the guy gives him 10 zenny. Whoa. 
Lowball. American capitalism at work in the dub. <laughs> hey. Man. I like that's just so that's so weird. And the kid doesn't want to do the, it at first, but he's like, I guess, fuck it. The kid also is resistant to Tenzeni, but that makes more sense because I'm yeah. like, I know Tenzeni ain't gonna feed you for for very long, kid. Dude, two hundred zeni zeni ain't a lot. No, it's 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 nothing. But it's a Peanuts. lot. It's a lot if you only have one shoe. <laughs> if you have zero zeni. If you have zero zeni, two hundred zeni, zeni. It's a lot of zeni. I would but like try to zero zeni to ten zeni. Uh, I don't know, man. The kid finally accepts the offer. And then he says, "Ooh, ooh, yes." Now I okay. Yeah, now going. I can endure another day. What? <laughs> what? What? And he and like he has a big smile on his face when he says this. He's like, "That's well, so." I'm not dying today. That's Hooray! So dark. I'll worry about feeding myself tomorrow. Oh boy. <laughs> the see. This is what. This is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted to get out of this episode. <laughs> Little urchins to suffer. No, no, no. The the difference grasping is... grasping on <laughs> to hope that maybe the next day will be better. The sun'll come out tomorrow. Yeah. Bet He's your bottoms little, yeah. any that tomorrow I won't die. <laughs> uh but in the English version, after receiving the ten zenny from the shop owner, the kid goes, Alright, no more onion sandwiches for me. <laughs> onion uh, sandwiches I feel like that's not cost effective No Onion sandwich There are things that taste better than an onion Yes That are cheaper than an onion Like peanut butter why Jelly you, why, why are you eating s- Clearly you don't want to eat onion sandwiches Who is like man It's the only thing that reminds me of my mom Are these onion Onion sandwiches sandwiches. (laughs) R.I.P She was a horrible cook But now I've got the sense memory for it And I fucking love them I mean also the onion sandwiches would indicate Why he smells so bad (laughs) I mean maybe that's it That's it Like Like, kid It's not like he bathes regularly He's always eating them onion sandwiches He's got two in his back pocket constantly. Come on, man. So I have a I have a friend who loves onion pizza. Just, just onions. Just onions. He is the worst kind of person. Guys, onions are an aromatic. You put them in your moirpoir. I forget that what's the term. Hmm? When you're when you're cooking a sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a, a nice a marinara. And you have like that mixture of like garlic and onions and like carrots that you like, you know, you simmer for a bit before you start the saw. Mirepoix? Mm-hmm. Is that the term? Uh, I'm cutting this out. Go on. Yeah, I think you uh, just it. just go with it. Okay, I'm gonna start over this rant. Guys, onion <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm gonna start over again. Guys, onion is not a, a meal. It, it, it is it is an aromatic. Yes. It's like the the only thing it should be featured in is in a French onion soup. And even then, that's like slather, slathered in cheese and like beef stock. Onion should never be the main thing in whatever you're cooking. It is an additive to other things. <laughs> it is a flavor enhancer, not the main flavor. No. No. And I hate onions. Onion sandwiches? Onion sandwiches, man. Well, you're still young, but... 
That's that's not even nutrition in there. In my in my notes, I say someone help this poor child. <laughs> someone give him something. Well, right after the kid leaves, mm-hmm. um, shop owner encounters good old Pilaf looking at a crown, right? And um, yep. in the English version, the shop owner starts trying to upsell Pilaf on why he needs this crown, and he says. Oh, this crown was worn by Alexander the Great, who had a kingdom just to the north of here. He ruled for many years and was very, very powerful. And I wrote down at that point, I was like, Alexander the Great's in this universe? I think they meant Alexander the Grape, the the little hard candy. Oh, oh, Alexander the Great. Okay, that makes more sense. uh... (laughs) (laughs) First of all, could be different Alexander the Great. All right. But... It does just add more mystery as to where the fuck we are. And that's what I wanted to get to. I wrote in this geography query. That was in my notes. I was just like, where are we? <laughs> I was like, they are in what I can only assume is a North American desert because there are large standing cacti that are only indigenous to the deserts that we have here and some other places in the world I'm assuming might have them, but they're very specific to North America, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's talking about Alexander the Great to the north, I'm like, but then they have to be somewhere below continental Europe, uh, which would maybe. put them, which would put them in a ver- in northeastern Africa, which doesn't make sense. And then I but- remembered this guy is feeding Pilaf a load of bullshit, and I said, why did I write all of this down? Because <laughs> he's clearly like. I was, I was, I was drawn in. You got, you got, tra- you got caught up in the pageantry in the story. I got hoodwinked. Because this guy, like, look, right off the bat, not all pawn shop owners. I'll say that. Right. Not all of them are crooks. No. We, I remember going and like, we got a bunch of N64 controllers for super cheap from a pawn shop. It was great. Mm-hmm. But this guy's a lying piece of shit. Yes. Here's what, so they don't, in, in that, they don't mention any of that in that crown conversation. But what is weird, the pawn shop owner's like, oh, you you, you wear it very well. You must be some kind of king of some sort. And Pilaf's like, mm, that's very astute of you. I am a king. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you really knocked yourself down a peg, Pilaf, from emperor to, to king. To king, yeah. That, like, <laughs> you, you gave yourself a demotion <laughs> to try and impress this fuck. Yeah, <laughs> this, this fat, ugly... <laughs> <laughs> no, Just, but... Not even that, just a real not good dude. No, yeah, the pawn shop owner, I think they let, this episode they've been painting bad guys as really, really bad guys. Like, there's no, there's no, like, areas of gray. Like, I felt like with uh, the Gearin clan in the last episode, they're like, hey, some of these Gearin guys, they're not great people, but they have their reasons, you know? Like, yeah, it's like, we're just trying to survive out here. Yeah, we like baths. <laughs> like who don't who don't who don't like a bath? Uh, of the people that we've seen, the new characters, uh, the new characters that we've been introduced to are in this episode a mysterious uh, relaxation army that beats up homes, <laughs> a vagabond that steals things from a child, another child, um, and then a pawn shop owner who. I'm only assuming is a sociopath and pathological liar. 
So, not a lot of redeeming characters. Pilaf is looking really good at this point. Yeah, by comparison, Pilaf is looking nice. And again, the, the pawn shop owner, just, he's just buttering that bread. He's getting it ready to really stick it up in there for Pilaf. Oh, yeah. Because then he pulls out a Dragon Ball. <gasps> a four-star Dragon Ball. Gasp, gasp! Which is the one but Goku had. had. It's the one yeah. he owned. That was his grandfather's. It's grandfather's ball. ball. Just looking and for that four-star. And, like, instead of negotiating, Pilaf's like, here's a sack of money. Yeah. Goodbye. Got Pilaf the... clearly, he's got money to blow. Yeah. He's got that cash machine, man, going 24-7. Just, yay, we bought it, we're, we're happy. Mm-hmm. And then, the you know, the typical thing happens that's going to happen. Him and Goku finally meet mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the next time. Goku sees that Dragon Ball. He's like, hey, no, there's a cha- yeah, there's a chase, a light chase, <laughs> a light, you know, <laughs> dinner then a light chase. Ooh, you know how to treat a woman. <laughs> then drinks and then drinks in the parlor and charades, followed by space karate. <laughs> There'll be an exhibition of outer space karate at 9 p.m. sharp. Oh, Alexandra, but- you do throw a great party. Attire is business casual. (laughs) (laughs) Goku ends up finding the little lost boy, little street urchin, Mm -hmm. via smell. Uh, Yes. I just have... Yeah, I skipped that. I have a PSA uh, that just says, do not drink milk in the desert. Because that's when Goku finds this kid, he's eating some nondescript pink meat, a sandwich, and drinking milk. (laughs) He's having that sack lunch. He's having that sack lunch, but that's right. Yeah, this is how this is how Goku learns that the dragon radar is in the pawn shop. Yes, and yeah, I, I skipped over that. I, well, and that, that's the transition from like Goku getting to the pawn shop, finding Pilaf, blah blah blah. Light chase. Goku gets and shot then, at by the mobile palace. It's just a Death Star, on it really. It is. It's a Death Star with some weird growths on yeah. it. I mean, it's no moon. No. But like it's a because Goku would have transformed into a beast. <laughs> but Roshi took care of that. Yeah. Um, Guys, there's still no moon in this world. Yeah, you think people would be more concerned now that like time that should is be the thing talking on everybody's lips. Yeah, it's like throughout the episodes from now the, on, you just hear yeah, people in the background. The 24-hour news cycle picks it up. <laughs> still, Wolf no Blitzer, moon. Anderson Cooper, David they're Muir. All, they, they're all doing like. Have experts on. No one can solve it. They bring Balma in, leading like, I, leading capsule core scientist Balma, <laughs> teenage Wunderkind Balma. She just goes gaga on um, being over TV. She's just like running around. It's excited that she's on TV. Accidentally shows her hoo ha on TV. Oh boy, what? No. It's what she does. It's what happens. It's what happens. She doesn't will it. No. Into existence. Just now that's canon, not canon. <laughs> that in this universe, Bulma went on TV, accidentally flashed <laughs> Anderson Cooper on live TV. Well, he don't care. Cooper don't care. Cooper don't care. Does Goku escape or is he just following the fortress? He's just chasing after that fortress. Okay. He, he he starts by running after Pilaf, but after he realizes that he's got to take this guy, Nimbus comes back. Baby. I was in the bath. Damn it. <laughs> I Jeez, never get to do OP. this. I went to Lush and bought a bath bomb. <laughs> it's wasted. You know how expensive those things are. 
Look, I know I can make it myself, but when do you find the time? Who's got a circular press? No one. When you buy the cost of buying it versus how many times you're going to use it, it's not cost effective. No. But yeah, it's it's a chase, uh, and that's sort that's sort of where we leave Goku, and Goku, Pilaf. and Pilaf, and all them. Uh, but then, man, we're gonna let let's slow it down. We're gonna talk in a little more of a hushed tones because hushed tones. Some dark shit happens. Yeah. Back at the pawn shop. She gets real at the pawn shop. We learn the true nature of pawn shop man. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole trunk full of Dragon Balls. A whole trunk full! More than seven, because they're all fakes. And they're all four-star all... balls. And uh, that red-headed army man mm-hmm. is in the pawn shop. The guy's like, Yes, a dragon ball. Mmm, you have very good taste. Oh, you're very handsome. Money, please. Mm, yes. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. He hands the, the four-star ball to the red-headed army man, and he's like, his in, the shop owner's internal monologue is like, just take the bait. Just take it. Take the bait. He knew he knew these were bad dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the shop owner, as he's getting that four-star ball, tucks a... Tucks a Nine in his in his uh, waistband. You know, he puts a little puts a Glock in there. He goes just in case. The red-haired army man has the ball in his hand. Owner thinks, done deal. I'll get these bad dudes out of my place. Oh, two no. suckers in one day. Two suckers in one day. The, the shop owner thought he was making out like a bandit. Yeah. Little did he know these bandits were about to make him out. dead. They're about to make out with him. <laughs> They're about to make out with him. Like, uh, I could pay you money or several sensual kisses. Uh, so the um, they recognize that it's a fake. They're all fakes. He, They're just he, glass beads. He slow-mo tilts his hand. The ball drops. Shatter. And then... Oh, jeez. The owner... So, in an uh, act of desperation, pulls out his gun, and then we just cut, like it cuts to the out exterior, say? and just, da, 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 da. pow, 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 pow. These, these relaxation dudes aren't so relaxed anymore. You you see, like, this, it's, it's so, like, a John Woo movie, slow-mo Hong Kong action, because you see the shell drop from the gun and, and, like, bounce. Yeah, yeah. And you hear the sound of it echo around. It's real fucked up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then in that exterior shot, we see, <gasps> what is this? The actual Dragon Ball. There, There's a Dragon Ball in a Boyd's nest. In a Boyd's nest. And the Boyd's, they fly away, because they're like, oh, no, gunshots, not in my oh, neighborhood. Gun- <laughs> oh, gee, oh, this neighborhood's really going to the dogs, not us birds. Hey, 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 uh, Maurice! That you hear them gunshots? Get out of here! Oh, you gotta! Why aren't you flying away? <laughs> Fuck these kids! If they can't fly, that's their own problem. I'm a horrible mother. <laughs> Self-preservation. I'm, a, I'm also a bird. I'm, a, I'm just an animal. I heard a gunshot. I don't know what that is. I pay my taxes just like every other bird. I don't need this. <laughs> And that's pretty much how the episode ends with these with the, birds carrying away the five star ball that yeah, everybody's the wise for. cracking bird, the wise cracking bird bemoaning the state of their neighborhood. Oh, things have really changed around here. Remember, the factory was still going. Everyone had jobs. Everyone's everyone said hello and squawked to each other. And the moon was still out. Look, everyone got a worm, just not the early bird. <laughs> 
Ah, oh, times have really changed around here. Ah, oh, another gunshot, goodbye. Gentrify. <laughs> Gentr- Gendra fly away. Ooh, yay! Ooh, and on that pun, that's, yeah, that's it. That's it. I think we can end it on that great pun. Uh, yeah, let's let's not uh, dwell on the horrible, horrible murder that happened. Right. Granted, kind of, I'm not going to say he deserved it. I'm not judge, jury, nor executioner. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was a karmic response, I would say. Karma sure. came back to he, bite this guy. He did dirty, he got done dirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Words to live by. Put that on yeah. a t-shirt. Live, live by the fake Dragon Ball, die by the fake Dragon Ball. Yeah. Other sayings. <laughs> but... <laughs> Shooter get shot. Our, All right, that's the last one. <laughs> our, our famous saying... Hey, subscribe. <laughs> uh, follow us on all our social media. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Write us at comehousepartypod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, it. do all those things Aaron's just said. Do it, please. For the love of God. For the love of God, someone. Um, so I'll just say you can catch me on the internet at V-I-N-T underscore E. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm on Instagram at Ajax Shelton, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron J. Shelton. You guys should really follow Aaron. You guys should really follow Vince. No, follow Aaron. He's so great. Oh, no, Vince. I just, man, I just follow him like three, four times a day. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, Aaron just, he's always posting uh, insightful tweets and tasteful uh, tasteful nudes on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no uh, news on Vince his. Just, Vince just posting all those, all his, all those parties that he's going to, all the, all the bottles of Cristal he's got. He, you may, he makes you feel like you're alive at the party, and you are, and <laughs> the and Kame House party. Party. Oh, what a transition into the end of the episode with our send off, which has changed Guys, to fit Dude, I don't know saga. what the fuck send. I don't know what our send off is. It's this, Aaron. I'll do it if okay. you don't want to. Okay. I'll, I'll join in. Keep searching. searching. <laughs>